0: withdrawing 2048s from the CAF unit on this episode of Tax Justice Warriors. Welcome to Tax Justice Warriors, the podcast that celebrates the work of low-income taxpayer clinics, focuses on tax controversy work, and looks at related issues in tax news. I am your host, William Schmidt. On this episode, the focus is on withdrawals of 2848s, that this may be that you are complete on a case, that you have a reason in working with the client to close the case, or that there is some kind of transition happening with the attorney or whichever other representative, or there may be a change in the organization. So it is worth severing ties between the representative and the client with the CAF unit at the IRS. Most easy way to do that is if you have a copy of the 2848 still then you would write withdrawal at the top of page one that the representative would sign and date that document up at the top and you fax that back to the CAF unit. I would send both pages if that is the case. Now what if you do not have a copy of the Form 2848? Well the instructions for the 2848 form provide that you are supposed to give good amount of information that would have been contained on the Form 2848. So you are in essence recreating that and then providing that in the form that you are indicating representative is withdrawing and that date. So again that could actually be faxed or uploaded if you were doing that on the individual level. There were times that I was working with a volunteer assistant and she would be putting together those facsimile forms on a list if we were withdrawing from a whole group of clients. So since we were doing that on a list for a group of clients, I would just always fax those in to the CAF unit. Now as I transitioned between Kansas Legal Services to Legal Aid of Western Missouri then I also submitted a Freedom of Information Act FOIA request on the number of individuals that I was still connected with on a 2848 basis. I believe I used the Freedom of Information Act address from one provided with the effectively representing your client before the IRS. With that, you need to send a copy of your driver's license, your CAF number, and indicate just how much you are willing to pay receiving that paperwork. Now you must give your agreement to pay copying fees if you're receiving paper documents. Currently they charge 20 cents per page over 100 which are copied free of charge. Now I did not indicate that it had to be a paper copy though I received a a CD by mail and actually what they do is send the CD and then separately they will send a password because the CD was password protected. With receiving the CD, then I opened it up and there were 51 pages of blind social security numbers and business EINs that I was still connected to. And only one page really should have still been valid. So I am going to be sending back 50 pages worth of withdrawals to the CAF unit and really wanted to give that update for all of you on a bit of the behind the scenes and what happens with withdrawing from clients with the CAF unit I don't know if I suggest every so often doing a FOIA request to clean up connections to clients that you may be connected to with the CAF unit, but I certainly advise you on doing that. I had clients going back to at least 2014, possibly earlier that I had not withdrawn from or were needing cleaning up. So certainly it is a good exercise to do. So hopefully that puts this on your mind and gives you a little bit of the step-by-step process and what to do with regard to severing connections with clients at the IRS. So thank you for tuning in. I hope this has been educational for you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Tax Justice Warriors. We have a Patreon page if you'd like to support this podcast. Providing monetary support for this podcast helps with expenses like equipment or travel to tax conferences. Supporting this podcast through Patreon comes with rewards, so check out our Patreon page. Please rate or review this podcast because positive reviews help get more people to know this podcast exists. The views expressed on this podcast are not official opinions of the IRS, the Low Income Taxpayer Clinic Program, or the employers of the people who spoke on this program. Your tax situation is unique. So do not take the statements on this program as tax or legal advice. Consult with your own tax professional to provide you with specific advice on your situation. Tune in next time on Tax Justice Warriors for another interesting tax discussion.